0: I'm Mandy. And I'm Jessica. And this is The Coop. You're listening to the Coop Homeschool Podcast.
1: This is your podcast for community, humility, and joyful fun in homeschooling. This is Episode 50 Identity.
0: our summer break and here we are and um, we're taking a, a pretty interesting topic today. Yeah, it'll be so fun yeah. to discuss. We're going to talk about losing our identities. To homeschooling, right? Yeah, yeah. specifically homeschooling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that will be quite the conversation. Yeah, REM
1: just came in my mind.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we so should have had that playing
1: on the lead-in. Oh, maybe it will. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what have you been up to on our break? Okay,
1: so as Everybody knows, because everybody listens to all of our episodes, yes. we went on a Colorado road trip, so that awesome. was awesome. 19 mm-hmm. hours there, 26 hours back, and we'll have a, a whole podcast about that yeah. later, but that was accomplished. Check yes. that off my list, and so many different stops, for national parks or so cool. monuments or mm-hmm. whatever, so that was pretty awesome, um, also my son did golf camp so he i think won the little competition that they had yeah it's really cute and he he seemed to be really encouraged by it yeah does this seem like this might be his new thing oh it totally is like he's passionate about it he wants to be a pro golfer and have his homeschool family travel with him so cute yeah so cute Aww. And uh, ukulele camp and a road trip to uh, Santa Barbara, or not Santa Barbara, uh, Santa Cruz yeah. for a wedding. and So cool. Um, in-laws coming, or came, you know, to t- came to town for a week. And mm-hmm. yeah, so, wow. lot, you know, the summer is actually busier than the school year. Oh, it's
0: crazy. We talked you- about being able to, like, relax in
1: the summer, and that has not been the case. Yeah, although I do have to say my kids, when they say, can I watch Boss Baby? Sure. Yep. Can I watch Molly of Denali? Sure. Can I play Nintendo? Sure. Right. As I'm laying in bed watching my show. I'm like, I'm taking a break, you
0: know. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like we haven't even had that time to be at home. I know. Since the last podcast and now this one, we have had almost five to six weeks nonstop of family. Yeah, you have. Some planned months in advance and others were spontaneous. Um, And it's been amazing, but it has been nonstop.
1: Yeah, I mean, because everyone wants to go to the beach when they come out here. So then you're driving to the beach,
0: and that's a... On top of my schedule, so most of you guys know, I teach dance. So Mm -hmm. I work through the summer. You know, um, my kids still have their activities. And by my kids, I mean my oldest daughter. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) She has her activities, and so... Even though we're not schooling at home, I don't feel like our schedule is any different. Nothing really has dropped out of Mm -hmm. my schedule except that I'm when we're at home, I'm not trying to keep up with some things, you know. So anyway. Yeah, we'd be meeting people at the beach after this, and then my husband would come later. And I was mm-hmm. like, wow, this is like the days where you know he used to go to the office, you know, where yeah, he'd yeah. have to work on site instead of at home, you know, because now we just go everywhere together, yeah. and we're just always there, and so it's easiest to just go at the same time. But it was a wild few weeks and we loved visiting our family. Um, the cut like the kids got to see almost every single cousin they ever have had in their That's lives. Awesome. And so it's pretty neat. But um, I'm tired.
1: Oh, I know. Yeah. I, I, I think I was in bed for a whole week. <laughs> I'm like, do I have COVID? Like, is right, this like Epstein-Barr getting triggered or something? But, oh, I have to say, we haven't started ba- back to school just yet. Right. But that's coming soon. But I uh, was cl- helping my daughter clean out her desk. And I came across all these Kumon workbooks that I had forgotten to have her do as, like, practice for multiplication, like, yeah. single-digit and, like, oh, no, she yeah, and one of them's double-digit on both numbers and stuff, multiplication. And I really wanted her to do it. So I said, I, I was like, do you want to do these? No. I'm like, okay, so now I'm going to do extrinsic.
0: Right. Because right, she right. didn't
1: intrinsically so want to do them. Right. I said, okay, if you get these done before school starts, then you get, like, this book is worth five bucks. This book book is worth ten bucks. Because you don't have to do them. But once school starts, I'm going to assign these to you. Right. And you won't get paid for them. And you won't get paid. Yeah. And the idea was I really wanted her to practice multiplication because uh, that seems to be such a defining factor in people's yeah. like mathematical success. Totally. And although she's excited about multiplic- Multiplication Nation and she loves doing Multiplication Nation, I... She still needs more practice. Totally. So she voraciously has done these workbooks, and she she goes to bed at night, and that's what she works on. These workbooks. Funny. Yeah, that's so funny. Well, that's I good. know. Okay. Yeah, I knew
0: what would motivate her? Yeah,
1: totally. I mean, I, I was at least good enough to say, "Oh, do you want to do these?" No. Okay. There's no right. intrinsic there that I'm taking away from. Right. So now, and, and at least like from doing that podcast. I'm a little more clued into it and I knew to do that first and be like, okay, well, we'll make it worth some money. We'll make it worth your while, you know? That's right. Yeah. Do it. So that was kind of funny. All
0: right. Well, we've still got more summer to go, so we'll keep catching you up on each of our scoops. Um, But that was a nice little break we had. Yeah. It feels so exciting to be back and doing the podcast again after a month break. Oh, totally. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So let's get to it. Um, We're talking about losing our identity, and specifically as homeschool moms. Um, And so, you know, I think of the idea of how much value we place in our role as homeschool parents. Mm -hmm. um, And how much the successes that we feel end up becoming moments that we are so proud of. You know, like when our kids learn to read and all of these things, we feel proud of that achievement and that accomplishment. And we should. Mm -hmm. But... How much of it really becomes a part of our identity just versus, you know, know, just a part of our lives, you know. Mm -hmm. And then on the flip side, when we experience a homeschool fail, like we all do, how devastating it can be when our identity is wrapped up. In being a homeschool mom, yeah, you know, like, then what are we even good at? Yeah, if I couldn't even get this thing to happen, then what am I even doing? I know. Yeah, who am I? Who am I? Which is what we want to talk about. Yeah. So I thought we'd maybe kind of jump into the hmm, the history of identities. So over the course of of time, whether you know our growth our developmental growth or major milestones change them our identities change over time yeah and when we were kind of briefing on this conversation before you know there's a time when you're a child where you don't really have any identity okay. well yet. I was I mean I have to say I started you know I was doing gymnastics
1: and right. other you right. know things like that But by six years old, by eight years old, I made the decision to be a swimmer. Right. Versus just playing at it. Right. And then from then on, I was a swimmer. Right. And that's how people knew me. Oh, she's a swimmer. Right. That was me.
0: I was the ballerina. Yeah. Yeah. At school. I was like, really? Yeah. That's what you're gonna call me? But that's well, I was good with that because I was something.
1: Yeah. You know, and that was what I was really good at and and I defined myself that way, right. and that was where I spent the majority of my time. School was just kind of something I did on the side. Yeah, you know, swimming was what I did, and That's crazy. where my closer friend friend group was, mm-hmm. and um, and yeah, and so, and you see that in sports especially, right? Right. Or I should just say extracurriculars that you're committed to, because like yeah. if someone's um a thea- into theater, like right. they're an actor, right? Right. That's- yeah, a thespian. So, and it's it's just funny. Like even in college, when I swam in college, when people who have their identity in their sport and that was taken away because of injury, they would go off the deep end. Yep, they're like totally getting wasted on you know a Thursday night at the frat parties and stuff. Right where before they wouldn't have. No, they were then, self-disciplined. It's, and, yeah, it's yeah. who who are they if they don't have their sport? And it's it's like a a
0: a come to Jesus moment, who am I, you know? And I think there's so much of that that happens, you know, um, because, you know, you were about eight Mm -hmm. when your identity became swimmer. Yeah. You know, and so before that, I think our identities are very much wrapped up in what our parents think of us, what our parents want us to be. And then we reach that point of sort of taking ourselves away from our parents and finding who we are, so yeah. to speak, you know, and I mean, there's just so much out there about yeah. you know becoming your true self and yeah. all of. Well, these yeah, I mean, and- it could
1: it could be anything from being a, a chess club champion, right. to you know, uh, um, a Christian club or right. LGBT or right. whatever you are. You know, it could be any of those things, or it could be that you're part of the Junior Statesman of America and you're the right. you're the good, you know you know, Republican or
0: Democrat or whoever you are. Right. So I would ask you, what came after swimmer for you? How did you identifying as a swimmer end and what was next? Yeah, I think that was hard
1: because I actually quit swimming after my junior year of college because I wanted to know what life was like. And um, so my senior year, but then I coached swimming. Mm Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think I, maybe I didn't really, I really invested in my now husband. Right. That, that he became like my all in all at that point because like we hung out every day, but you know, I didn't have swimming to do that. And yeah, I don't think I really had an identity at that point. I had to find it. Right. But then when I graduated, I became a
0: teacher. So then Mm -hmm. now I'm a teacher. Right. Did you feel like you found more of your identity in your job or what you invested your work and time into, you know, so you went from swimmer, which was a ton of your work. And like Mm -hmm. you said, almost even more than your school, Yeah. you know, and then you went from swimmer to maybe teacher Mm -hmm. next versus being Mandy, you know, like some people, you know, they, end up finding oh well I
1: was the goofy one right I was the goofy silly one so maybe maybe I attached to that a bit I mean I always knew I was a Christian you know so I knew that was part of my identity Mm -hmm. and I probably in you know my senior thing it was like probably Christian swimmer you know Right. And that was basically it. Those right. And so then
0: you always had that to hold on yeah. to. So nothing was truly devastating, even though it was a big right. change to go from this swimmer identity into something else. Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. But it is, it, it is a weird, you know, when I, well, we were talking when I went from being a teacher to a receptionist and here I was finishing my master's of education, Yeah. it was jarring. It was almost like well, receptionist is not good enough to tell people because my identity is that I was a teacher and I was this collegiate swimmer. And then now I'm a receptionist, which like, actually it was an amazing job and I loved it, you know, and, and I was like, I could do this my whole life, you know, but, um, but there, there's just some weird thing about like your status and your identity as well. And, and, and actually, being you know, if we would just want to work our way to homeschool mom real quick, yeah, um, like I love telling people I'm a homeschool mom. Yeah, I love even if they disapprove of homeschooling. I yeah. actually like get excited <laughs> then to tell them. Yeah. Like I love the provoking, and and they're like, oh, wait, what, what, and you now, do what? Yeah, yeah, what? How do you do that? And it's actually really fun to to hear their reaction about yeah, it. That's true. Being a nonconformist, right? You know. And uh, I never feel closeted about that. Yeah. But I might even feel closeted about my faith sometimes to, you know, to be perfectly honest, even though as transparent out that I am about it, I think I
0: I would even hide that more than I would homeschooling. Right. And let's keep going down that path. I mean, there's a lot of people finding their identity in politics. Yeah, definitely. You know, and then there's times where, you know, if you feel like, you voted this way or that way, you're not gonna share it with a certain group or certain people or at all out of fear of, you know, a response that you might get. And then they
1: see that as your identity. That's the thing. People you get seen. Like determine you based upon their connotation and their context not yeah. even knowing your own context
0: right. and I think that we've researched this before and I think it's just a known psychology thing that people need to compartmentalize they need to mm-hmm. categorize yeah you know, kids do that at young ages you know is it this or is it that you know and they mm-hmm. need that answer and I think that that's kind of just what we all do inadvertently or subconsciously. Yeah, you know, we we want to categorize people too. So Mandy, she's a Christian, she's a homeschool mom, and you yeah. know, and yeah, and whatever boxes I can put you yeah. in. And so now I yeah. know who you are. Yeah, and I
1: feel like a lot of times I'm.
0: I'm the fun
1: one. Right. Can <laughs> you, know, you please put me in that box? Yeah. Put me, say that I'm the fun one. Yeah. You know, you're missing something. Yeah. Now you went straight from being a, a dancer
0: to a dance teacher. Yeah, I did. Um, there was a short period of time where I wasn't dancing or teaching. So I had just graduated college. I was working um, as an administrative assistant, I think, for it. I think at this point it was for an accounting firm. And so I was kind of wrapped up in being a 20-year-old college grad with a real job and, you know, mm-hmm. supporting myself in an expensive city and all of this stuff. And so my identity wasn't necessarily as specific I could name it. But yeah. it was definitely wrapped up in being this independent young woman for sure. Do you ever find that
1: I've tried to put on identities like in high school, I really wanted to be like a surfer. Yeah. So I I wore the Billabong and the Rusty right, right. and all that and the the right shoes and the but I never was cuz I was too busy swimming. Right. You know, I could hold my own in sure. ocean water but right. I didn't have any surfboards. We yeah. Yeah. And uh I remember in college that I tried surfing with a group of guys. Marcus was part of that group. And I was like this is way too hard. <laughs> Not in. (laughs) No way am I doing this. (laughs) But and so that kind of like changed my whole like someday I'll be a surfer, you know. So, so did you feel like when you were in San Francisco that you put on put on like I'm this ind like like you have an Some identities we just fall
0: into, right? And then we realize it. But then some identities you put on, I think try and carry it right because I don't I. I was just living my life before that, and I was just doing what I wanted to do. And then all of a sudden, I got up there, and it was like, you're 17, like when I was first going to college. You're 17, and you're going to graduate in two years? Yeah. You, you know, you're 17, and you're renting an apartment with a friend? You know, it was like all of this, people were categorizing me, so then I fell into this identity and felt for sure, the need to keep up with it, you know, so then when I did graduate and then I did get the job and then I did, you know, and so it was definitely like this idea of, I have to live up to their expectations of who I am. Right. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And, um, but I realized in that year of working at the accounting firm, uh, before I moved into working for an advertising agency, which gave me a little more flexibility and freedom in my schedule Um, I didn't take a dance class or, Mm. or teach anything. And I remember feeling the, the sort of floundering feeling of like, what was all of those years of dance for? You know, like I was sort of, you know, just feeling very not myself. Mm -hmm. And so um, when I switched jobs, I had more Free time to be able to go take classes. And so I started taking classes again. And it was amazing. And I loved it. And I was like, why did I ever leave? I love dancing. Yeah, it's kind of like um, you know you have the right, quote-unquote,
1: identity when yeah. it gives you life. Yeah. And it's not hard to put on. It doesn't no. feel fake. It feels right. authentic. and yeah. it, And it feels true to you right it's and, not all consuming. and it's and
0: it's not something yeah. you have to tell everybody no you know it's it's just who you are it's just who I am I'm a dancer yeah you know there's a, a killer song called I am or what is it called dancer <laughs> are we human or are we dancer <laughs> oh, the funny. Yeah. funny yeah uh, I'll tag that one here for you guys um anyway that was always a funny song for me because I'm like I am dancer yeah <laughs> you know like that is me yeah I just am well I, I mean I'm just
1: realizing now that I'm a non- I don't know that I'm completely a nonconformist. You know, I don't have purple hair. Right, right. I mean, I want it, but that's a weight loss goal. (laughs) But no, I, but I'm realizing, oh, homeschooling, that decision was nonconformist. And then some of the recent decisions in life life. that I've made decisions about have been nonconformist as well. And then I was like, I'm... I'm a nonconformist, but just right. saying I'm a Right. You've just identified yourself. Yeah, here. and 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 it might not be true to the word I might not be true to that word, but I do wear fanny packs when no one else wears them. Like right. years before anybody was wearing them. I do have on jelly bracelets.
0: Right. You know, like I do right. things that are nonconforming. Yeah. And we've said this before. Are you just being unapologetically yourself? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah and, yeah, and
1: so – but we we feel this need to categorize ourselves, yeah. almost also to explain to other people.
0: Right, because even though we don't want to be put in a box, that box is something that other people understand. Yeah, when you say you do this, you know, but I remember – here's something that's funny now that I think about it. I remember it being amusing to tell people my identities oh. to see how not – uh, typical they were. Oh yeah. That's fun. Yeah. Because I would meet people at social gatherings and I mean, I guess I was young and I was a well. just to say you're a dance teacher though, too, right. is, is and
1: unique, it, you know, you know,
0: uh, I, I was cute. And so I'd be at like these work social events when I was 20 years old and these men were probably 30 so not old, men. oh yeah, but they're not expecting you to be twenty. No, yeah. they they're not, and yeah. so they're talking to me and they're asking questions, and then so then they find out I'm way younger than they expected, right? Yeah, so that's like identity buster number yeah. one. Like they have no idea who I am. Yeah. Then, you know, finding out I'm a dancer is amusing or all yes. these other things, yeah. you know, that end up coming up. And so it ended up being something funny that I would start doing, like sharing these random things about me. Yeah. Rather than the, you know, more conforming aspects of right. my identity and I'd be like, oh, yeah, I used to ride and oh, yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? And be like, what? <laughs> yeah. But then there's like my sister who's authentically... Still doing, yeah. Person. Well, it's so funny when I first started getting to know you, and you opened
1: up about some things to me. I was just like, "What? That is not who you are today, (laughs) right? Like, I can't even imagine who that person was, you know. But that
0: was me, you know. Like, I grew up learning to ride motorcycles, yeah, yeah, you know, and so that was. There became a time where that became something that I. I almost idolized. Like I yeah. or had some kind of like idolatry wrapped up in what people thought I was. Yeah. You yeah. Know? Well, I
1: mean, that's, I mean, that's where I, when I say I love telling people right. that I homeschool. Right. And I think that's my biggest identifier. I mean, I, I identify my friends that way. Oh, she's my homeschool friend, or she's right. my... Um, we homeschool together. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, it is my biggest identifier right now, almost bigger than being a mom, because right. I was already a mom for however long, right. and then started homeschooling. So I don't just say, right. oh, I'm a mom.
0: I right. say, oh, I'm a homeschool mom. Right, well, in the context of socializing in general, you know, we're looking for other like people, right? That's a lot of what we're doing in life Mm -hmm. is we're looking for people where we can fit in. Yeah. And so by identifying ourselves as homeschool moms, hopefully people either, I mean, how many, I mean... I'm thinking of our friend's mom, yeah, yeah. you know, when she knew we were homeschool moms, which she obviously knew because that's how we knew her daughter. Yeah. But it's just something now we all have in common. Totally. So when you throw it out there as an identifier. Especially when the identifier is a niche or right. niche. Right. It it, it it bonds you in a special way. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. And it just helps us find other people, you know, mm-hmm. so by saying we're a homeschool mom, you know, it's easy. I remember you telling me the story of of being on a baseball team uh-huh. and there were moms there that you were trying to get to know because you were trying to find a social group for yeah. yourself oh, yeah, and you went out with them and you're like, nope, that's not my group. Oh real. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I won't be more specific than that, but yeah. you knew that wasn't your group. And so right. part of our identifying you know, our our need to identify ourselves is so that we find our group. We yeah. find our people. I like to just say it's my people or it's yeah. not my people. Yeah. You know, I want to find my people, and so our identities are usually similar. Mm-hmm. You know, but then we love what makes each other unique. Right. Also. Yeah. You know, so we have our common identifier, and then we have our unique. Yeah, because we that sharpen we each other. Right. And, you know, I was yeah. just telling
1: you how. Yesterday I got to watch my friend up on a, on the yeah. stage singing. I don't know any other singers. Yeah, it's so cool. Yeah, speaking like of that. that was that yeah. was just like life enriching and joy giving. Right. Totally. And she's a homeschool mom too. And
0: she's yeah. a homeschool mom. Yeah. yeah. Uh, just as a little side tangent, um, my daughter was like, "Mom, how much do singers make?" <laughs> I was like, I don't even know how to start answering that question. I'm like, well, it really just depends on what kind of singer you are. What are you thinking about? You know, anyway. Cute. Just a random singer. That's so cute. Yeah. She should come and watch our friend. Totally. Um, So I want to kind of move into when do identities become a problem? Mm -hmm. And so we kind of just discussed that with the idea of idolatry Mm -hmm. and things that we falsely Put our faith in, our, yeah. our hopes in, you know? And so I think there's times where, in all of these identities we've shared, mm-hmm. we've probably struggled with it becoming an idol in our life versus just a part of who we are. Right. And, you know, as homeschool moms, I think that that is hard because homeschool mom. I think, like you said, you kind of stopped identifying just the mom aspect. Yeah, you are homeschool mom. That is part of your mom job. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? That is all the same hat. Yeah, you know, you don't take off the mom hat and put on homeschool right. mom. No, hat. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's that the is same the same hat. thing. Yeah, and so uh, it's a huge part of who we are. We spend how many hours a day? I Every know. Single and day. now in our Every free time, day. we're talking about it. <laughs> Yes. Yep. Find good pastimes. No, we love it, obviously. But at what point does it become unhealthy for us, you know, to have our identity wrapped up in being a homeschool mom? Well, I think it, well, what I
1: have seen is just in my own self, I would have a hard time transitioning my kids to like a traditional school if that was needed. Yeah. Because who am I then, right? And, what does that say? And about then you? what would I do all day? Right. You just failed. If yeah. you're not a homeschool mom, then who are you? Yeah, and 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 so I think it might take away some of the flexibility you might want, right? If if that's your identifier and you're
0: idolizing it, right? I agree. I think you know. I think the struggle to feel like I need to be perfect at it mm-hmm. is definitely. something. A place where I struggle sometimes you know because
1: well, we both excelled at our identifiers yeah in our life right and when I would hear people say that they were swimmers and they didn't swim the way that I swam like they didn't have the schedule right and the commitment that I had oh, sure. I'd be like they're you're not, not a, really swimmer. a swimmer yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're just someone who plays swim. at swimming yeah and and right. and but that's you're not an actual swimmer, right.
0: and so then we get on our pedestal and feel totally like we're we're able to judge others. I know it's that's ridiculous. Gross. Yeah, like,
1: who are we? Well, to I judge was doing others? that with homeschooling when I heard like when I first started homeschooling, and I wasn't with anybody. And then I heard people going with a charter or doing a hybrid. I'm like, well, they're not really homeschooling because right. the the charter is providing the curriculum, and they're not picking it themselves, or their kids are going to a drop off two days a right. week, so they they must not be. That's homeschooling. homeschooling. That's not homeschooling. Right. And so I had my own definition. And then it happens within the approaches too. We've talked about totally. that with like whether it be unschooling or Charlotte right. Mason, like you're not right. doing copy work. You must not be doing Charlotte Mason. Right. Or you're not in nature every day. You must not be doing Charlotte Mason. You're not right. You're not a Charlotte Mason
0: homeschooler. Right. Everything you know. is compartmentalized and yeah. judging and it's really weird. Yeah. Um, but I like even I mean if we're being really blunt and honest here, at the beginning of of the COVID lockdowns last year when we decided to go forward with our Coop homeschool. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, we, we always thought it would be something later, right? Like Mm -hmm. when we were done homeschooling, maybe, or at the ends of our homeschooling journey, we'll do that. Yeah. 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 But then there was this idea of, we needed to know, what we needed to tell people what homeschooling was. (laughs) We felt very self-righteous about it. We did. Yeah. Like we can't, we can't let this perspective. Virtual schooling is is not not homeschooling. homeschooling. Yeah. And we felt so self-righteous. And now I'm like, okay, it was hard for everybody yeah like now totally. those moms know that it's hard and I would say it was harder than homeschooling oh yeah but homeschooling is hard you know it's all yeah. hard but being a mom is hard you know it's well, all and hard. they were schooling
1: at home right so in some people's Genre of homeschooling is virtual schooling is Absolutely. having them in a
0: choice right. plus academy or whatever yeah. it's called you we know? backed off from our attitude I yeah. think it was only a month or two that we held on to these really strong yeah. opinions and we still have our very strong opinions about yeah. what homeschooling is and what it isn't but I backed off a lot after watching it happen for a year. You know, I feel oh, a yeah. lot more compassion towards those people who were forced into that situation and wanting to, you know. But anyway, that knocked me down a little bit to mm-hmm. say, like, what? who are you to judge these
1: people's yeah. choices? Do you know yeah. what I mean? I mean, and, that's what we want. We want everyone right. just making the choices they want to make. Right.
0: Across the board, whatever it is, you exactly. know. So we know that being too wrapped up in an identity can be a problem you know and so how like how do you find a good balance of identity you know who are you how do you find your authentic self and what does that even mean you know I know yeah I mean I for you I'm quiet on this one I don't know (laughs) it was so Rhetorical, not forced yeah, on you. Yeah, yeah. But, um, you know, that's where my mind was going was, okay, so then what is a healthy balance of mm-hmm. identity? And like you said, you are a person who swims. You know yeah. what I mean? Like,
1: well, oh, yeah. Yeah, it's like what I try and, especially when they were little with the kids, I never wanted them to say, I'm going to be a veterinarian. Right. I mm-hmm. wanted it to be. Where they would say, I would say to them, how do you want to make money when you're older? Right. And then they'd say, oh, a veterinarian. So I'd say, oh, you want to work as a veterinarian because that's just one aspect right. of a person right. is their interests. Right. And if they can get paid for it, that's
0: awesome. Right. You're not raising a veterinarian. No. No you're raising an amazing person kid to become an adult who might work as a veterinarian.
1: Yeah. And so yeah, it's it's applying that perspective, which is so easy to look at our kids that way, knowing that they aren't the job that they're gonna right. have, or the the person that they're gonna marry is not going to define them either. Yeah. Or the number of kids that they have or whatever. None of that defines them. So to apply that to ourselves is is
0: really important, but we just forget to do that. We forget to do that. And I think there's different ways that different groups of people with different backgrounds and beliefs find their authentic selves. You know, I think that for you and me, our identity is in Christ. Mm-hmm. You know, we believe he died for us and we are told to to find our identity in him. You know, I'm a daughter of Christ. And so mm-hmm. Like he has a help, He has yeah.
1: a plan for us. He has a purpose for us, yeah. and 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 our purpose really is just to glorify God. So. Exactly.
0: And so for me, the things that I use to identify who I am really should show Him. Yeah. You know. And so we've used the word. You know, we feel called to mm-hmm. homeschool. Like it, it wasn't me saying that it was me feeling called to homeschool and then to have everything be arranged in my life in such a way that I'm able to do it. Mm -hmm. It shows me that for me, I believe I'm on the right path. That's where, where God wants me to be. And he's blessing this opportunity for our family, you know? And so I have to always remember that my identity is there and I'm, Homeschooling. Yeah. I am a dance teacher. I am doing these things. But that's not all that I am. Yeah. It's not who I am. It's not where I find my value. Yeah. You know, where I find my value is being a, a daughter of Christ. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's just so interesting.
1: And that would apply to no matter what school choice people mm-hmm. make for their children. Because think of, you know, when you're in the traditional school. Right. I was an A student or A B student, right. you know, or I was a honor student, you right. know, and 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 it's so funny because I'm thinking about what we do to our kids. What grade are you? That's usually one of the first things right. More we ask. It's like that's not who they are. Right. But we're trying to think of things to say and, and um instead we should be saying, What what are your interests? Right. What do you love doing? Right. You know, and and instead we always categorize kids according to grade what school they go to what their favorite subject is instead favorite subject is just an interest so instead we could just say what do you like to do right
0: what's something you're learning that you're passionate about right and we've talked about that in our our planning our year episodes you know last year's and this year's you know we ask our kids what do you want to learn like what are you interested in um what activities do you want to do you know like you wouldn't necessarily have known your kids would have been into golf unless you yeah. helped them. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And you don't know. And how would you know that Micah would have found his new passion? I know. You know what I mean? For all those years, he was wrapped up in baseball. Baseball right. was his thing. Yeah. You know, but you didn't force that on him, which is one of those beautiful things. Mm-hmm. Is you saw him as more than this thing that he just did for a while and right. liked. Yeah. You know, it, it didn't devastate you that he didn't want to do it, but mm-hmm. you did feel like there's got to be something else, right? And you were able to patiently go and find it.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, he did flag football yeah. a couple seasons. He did yeah. a season of soccer, and he and lacrosse. He did. Oh no, the girls oh, only did lacrosse. the girls did that. Yeah. yeah. But he watches sports and right. and somehow, oh, yeah, someone at the dance yeah. school was doing golf. Mm-hmm. And, and her son went from baseball to golf. So we yep. said, why don't we just try it
0: and see if you like it? And he loves it. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's good for certain mm-hmm. personalities for sure. And yeah. I see kids thrive in it. And yeah. that's what's fun about not identifying our kids by what they like. Oh, yeah. Or, if I said, oh, things. he's a baseball player. Right. And that would be a weird, yeah,
1: he wouldn't be able to, well, and and you think of things that come up in the school year. So Mm -hmm. I noticed, you know, our, our, both our daughters were into making movies. And so what did we do? We gave them more time to do that. Right. And, um, we got them tablets and then they wanted a green screen and you researched it and it was really special effects they wanted to do. Right. So found an app that can do the special effects. And, and so yeah they're still having to do stuff they don't want to do like maybe sure. math or whatever but but they're
0: getting autonomy over something that they right. are interested in and getting to pursue that. Right. We're not we're not trying to put identities on them that are outside of of their faith. You right. know what I mean like We know where, who they belong to. Mm -hmm. We know their value and where their value comes from. Their value doesn't come from what we think they should be doing. Right. You know, and it's important to tell them that now because inevitably we're all going to have those struggles. How many times do we feel like we've disappointed our parents or we can't do those things, you know? And so I know my kids will feel that, but I really want to work hard to not, to help them, to not put that on them
1: you know, there's a
0: difference between expecting them to do what I want them to do. And there's, you know, so it's just a a really hard balance. And I think, I mean, there's just an abundance of, of material out there for finding yourself and Mm -hmm. being your authentic self. And I think that looks different for different people, Mm -hmm. you know, and so we shared what our version of that is. But I believe that, you know, other people who, who aren't Christian, they have their own you know, uh, purpose, value and and identity system, you know what I mean? And I think that it's important even, um, for everybody to be careful of being wrapped up in any one identity, you Mm -hmm. know? And so if, if your value comes from being your authentic self, then you have to look at your identities as part of a whole right. and not just choose the one and put all of your value there yeah. because it can be very hard when you have all of your value in something yeah. you know well, yeah and, and what if
1: something happened and i had yeah. to go back to work and we couldn't right. homeschool anymore how will i be able to cope with that right in a in a positive functional right you know enriching way yeah. you know you know and with my children watching right
0: absolutely and yeah so i think it's very important to find that balance and i'm just going to throw out this example because it came up just this week um my 15 year old niece is a baller- ballerina you know so here i am identifying her this to you, who she is uh, calling her out <laughs> on who she is i mean it's so ingrained right. it's so ingrained but that's the you thing know? you would look at her life and you would know she's a ballerina you know, right. I mean, she's yeah. got her Instagram account that she is a ballerina, mm-hmm. but she's just this unique little spirit. And she's had a um, an interesting couple years in her dance training and has encountered this year in particular, injury after injury. Oh
1: no. And it's
0: had to bring up the conversation of maybe this is not your calling. <gasps> right? Oh, I mean, some, I have goosebumps just yeah. thinking about that, but that's the thing is she said, you know what? If I just need to be closer to, to Christ right now, then maybe that's what I need oh, to do. I'm you know, sure I, her. she's just this Amazing. incredible soul and I don't think she'll listen to this or her mom, Yeah, you know, so I feel pretty safe in saying it, but I wouldn't mind if they did because, you know, I don't know if I tell her enough, you know, I know I talk about her to my yeah. my sister-in-law and she knows how proud of my niece I am, but she's just a very unique soul Yeah, and, you know, she isn't wrapped up in the world as much, you know, and yeah. even we have I'm putting that on her that she's a ballerina, you know, like me in my mind, Yeah. Like, what would she do? You know. I know. But that's the thing. Her being an excellent ballet dancer is only one small part exactly. of this amazing human yeah. being that she is, and all of the strengths that God have God has given her. Um don't go away. Yeah. You know, yeah. what makes her a good ballet dancer can make her a really great anything else well, she wants to be. And I always think of like things like sports or mm-hmm. whatever it be,
1: m- helps mold us into who God is calling us to be. And yeah. that that's just giving us the strengths or the trials or right. the challenges
0: or the and frustrations. She might not be a and, ballet dancer forever. But even in this unique time that she's in, she's been able to. I don't want to say minister. That's not the right word. But she's been able to be an example to her other students or her other classmates. Yeah. Oh, well, you know well, what? It's her mission field.
1: Yeah, just um, just piggybacking on that. I It would be really cool, though, if you saw your identity as, like, someone who serves others. Right. But, you know, there are some identities like that that would yeah. be really, like, like... Non self focused mm-hmm. and not achievement based, but right. more about helping and loving others. Or just like I serve and love others, right? You know, like yeah. How awesome would that be? That would be awesome. But I've never heard someone say when they say, "Oh, you know," when I meet people, I'm like, "What's your job? Right? What do you do?" Right? Like I, I should say like, "How do you serve people?" Yeah. <laughs> how do you serve people? How do you I love on people? Goes <laughs> I know. Party. I should say. <laughs> Oh, I'll try that I next mean, time. Weird. The provoker yeah. in me is uh, liking this idea. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'd have to do it with you next to me, though, so I can no, get a chuckle out of I it. No, then I would laugh. I know. Yeah. And then the other
0: person would be like, what is happening? I mean, yeah. yeah. Who is this weirdo? Where am I? Yeah. Well, anyway, I think that we kind of discussed this in a way, um, you know, I I still love being a homeschool mom. Oh, definitely. You know, so it's just something that I have to constantly remind myself of. And so when we were discussing this topic, I just found it super unique and interesting because, you know, like we love being homeschool moms. And there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. That's totally totally fine. I mean it just
1: shows we're we're where we want to be. Right.
0: And I think it's just a matter of finding the balance, you know, mm-hmm. and, and I get to do it with you and we yeah. get to help each other in that way. You know, like when you had your homeschool fails, you know, and, and, or we have our homeschool fails, just being yeah. able to pick each other up and say, you're more than that fail. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, of course you're going to fail, you know, right. like that is going to happen, but your worth doesn't come from you being a homeschool mom. So yeah. that fail doesn't count against you. Yeah. You know, it was funny.
1: Uh Someone just yesterday was saying, Oh, you're, you're such a great mom. And I was like, no, I'm not right. like, this is, uh, listen to what my <laughs> six year old said I said to her. And I, I don't remember ever saying that. And, right. and I, I felt like I had to out my, my right. feelings, because you don't call me a good mom. I'm, right. I'm, this is what my kid thinks I said, which right. I don't think I did. But obviously I communicated. Right. It's painful. Right. And then I was just, now I'm carrying it around with me. <laughs> yes. Because it, it kind of disturbed my identity as a mom, yeah. you know? Well,
0: here you go. You give that to God. Yeah, yeah. Say, I am not.
1: Yeah. all that I need I, help. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but... um yeah, it's it's just a constant thing if you yeah. if you pay attention, this it identity is.
0: thing. Yeah. yeah. Where I mean, it's everywhere. Yeah. You know, everybody has to be categorized and identified, even though there's this huge undercurrent of stop labeling people. Yeah. You can't not label people. Yeah. People can't stop labeling. Yeah,
1: they label themselves and they label others, and then there's yeah, determining
0: yourself to be something and determining yeah. others to right. be something i and, understand you know the reason why we say we shouldn't label right like yeah that usually comes in the context of not labeling kids adhd for example yeah, yeah. you know i know that that's a big one yeah totally understand that context mm-hmm. however it's not just how our, that's just not how our brains work our yeah. brains need to categorize need to provide find commonalities. right yeah yeah. And so, and then even in that, you know, there's all of that that identif- identifying information that becomes very important.
1: Well, then, then you see a lot of strife too, because if you have a certain, if you think someone's of a certain identity and then they come out as something else, you're, it's like jarring and then yeah. you, you don't know
0: how to handle it. And
1: it's right. just a funny thing we humans right. do. Well, like we can't often, handle it.
0: Yeah. How often do we wonder about someone's identity in something you yeah know, like for instance not knowing someone's political affiliation right yeah you know like it's easy and the this language. We're, kind of like we're talking about sexual orientation yeah or no anything but yeah. anything yeah so like political identities you know what i mean like i have remembered having a conversation with someone like hey who do you think they're voting for like i, I get no read off of them I totally you know yeah. but like my need to know is so deep and yeah it's yeah it's really weird yeah yeah it's funny yeah all right, well, um, we should move on to our um, Coop Q&A. Oh, yeah, Coop, coop q and <laughs> I can't even say it. <laughs> Where oh, we answer your, your questions. questions. Um, if you have a question that you want answered, um, head over to our podcast page on our website, thecoophomeschool.com, or email us, mamahens at thecoophomeschool.com. The big question of the night, can I homeschool without a degree? Like a college
1: degree yep. or even a, a, creden- or a credential or a college yeah. degree even. Yeah, any kind of thing. I think that's such degree, a common yeah. – let me just say, like, when people here at homeschool that don't homeschool and then they find out that I did some advanced education, yeah. and they're like, oh, well, then you're, you're you qualified. can do this. Oh, yeah. you've taught in the classroom. You can yeah. do this and i just usually let it go right. because i'm not going to go into any kind of discussion about it but it's it's so like well no i mean i didn't get a mom degree and i became a mom
0: yeah you know totally. i mean yeah, yeah. Seriously. I I didn't didn't learn how to
1: teach a kid to walk, but here are my my kids walking. I know. I (laughs) didn't work for Mary Maids and get a license in cleaning people's houses, but I cleaned a beach house for like two years and did a pretty good job of it, I have to say. You know, I mean, there's so many things that you you don't do that for. And people, for some reason, think
0: parenting their children in certain content
1: needs a college degree. Right.
0: And we talk about this. Um, in our own way, in our own words, and through our own research in um, one of our Hesitant Homeschooler podcasts. Mm-hmm. So we'll link that in the, um, our resources. Yeah. Um, but we found this really great article, um, Homeschoolers on to College, What Research Shows Us, by um, Dr. Brian Ray, and, um, do you want to read it? Or do sure. You want to read it? Or, okay. or you have a better voice when you read it. I okay. do <laughs> okay. A better
1: radio voice than me. Okay.
0: <laughs> um, so he actually identifies this as, um, one of the first questions that researchers. Researchers ask is does homeschooling work academically? Many policymakers, educators, school administrators and parents wonder whether ordinary mothers and fathers who are not government certified teachers are capable of teaching their children after age 5. Is it possible for adults without specialized university level training in teaching to help their children learn what they need to learn? Many studies have been completed during the past 20 years that examine the academic achievement of the home-educated. Dozens of researchers have executed these studies. Examples of these studies ranged from a multi-year study in Washington state, three nationwide studies across the United States, and a nationwide study in Canada. In study after study, the homeschooled scored on average at the 65th to 80th percentile on standardized academic achievement tests in the United States and Canada compared to the public school average of the 50th percentile. Researchers wondering if only certain families in which the parents have a high educational attainment or family income are able to homeschool such that their children score high on achievement tests show that children in homeschool families with low income and in which the parents have little education are scoring on average above state school averages. In addition, research shows that the parents' teacher certification has little to no relationship with their children's academic achievement and that the degree of state control of homeschooling has no relationship with academic achievement. So in other words, there was no relation
1: between the... The level of degrees that the parents have, right, and certifications, um, and ed- in education, right, there was no connection, relationship, or connection to uh, homeschooler achievement on state testing, and the homeschooler scores did actually better than the traditional schools' right scores.
0: Yeah, and we have more demographic breakdown on that as well that we'll post. Um, because it's actually quite interesting because you would think demographically Mm -hmm. that homeschoolers would be of higher income, would be of, um, higher education, Mm -hmm. homeschool parents, and they're just not. Yeah. You know, um, our charter school actually, um, is right at
1: the cusp of the 40 percentile of the poverty, uh, classification. And it's a homeschool charter. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, it's independent study charter, but it's homeschoolers. And if you can reach a 40 percentile, then you're a Title I school. And we're right at that. So I think next year we might become that. It's crazy. And so so there's a lot of low-income families who homeschool. Right. And here's their scores. Right. Yeah,
0: it's fascinating. In the 65th to 80th percentile above traditional school. So to answer this question you can definitely homeschool without an advanced degree. Yeah. You don't need specialized training to be um, a successful homeschool parent. Uh, We believe you need support. Yeah. You need support, and you may need to use resources outside of your own, you know. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. No one goes into
1: any facet of activity without learning something about it first. You're not sure. going to go golf for the first time without right. looking at some YouTubes or right. or looking at a blog about it. You're not going to make, m- make a cookie without looking at a recipe first. Right. And so same thing goes for education. Like right. you're going to... You're going to do the same research you would do for putting on a nice dinner for Christmas. Yeah. You're, you're going to look up the recipes. You're going to watch the YouTubes, and then you'll be ready to go and, and you'll practice maybe. Maybe even do a practice run. And so that's what I did uh, when I first started. I mean, you could use summer as a practice run, you could use totally. one subject. You know, yeah. outside of their schooling as a practice run, whether it be art or a language that right. you already know or something, something easy. But you could even practice if you don't have that confidence right. to see, like, could I do this? And right. I, I did that when my son was supposedly in kindergarten. Right. And then He's I just dabbled. Did, I just yeah. dabbled. I did themes and we had a great time. Right. And then, and then I did it for real. Yeah. You know, and that's when we learned his his reading was the yeah. next year, that's second cool. year of kindergarten, you know. Yeah. So cool.
0: Yeah. So yeah. So that was a good question. I like being able to answer that with, you know, real research and get in there. Um, And, you know, we homeschool moms really just enjoy being able to share the information about homeschooling and, you know, encouraging others to pursue that if they're interested. Yeah.
1: If you're interested in in research in general, you can look up ERIC, E-R-I-C, which is Mm -hmm. a great database. And you can look up psychologytoday.com as well. And those... Those are two reliable, you know, places to look for research and studies and yeah. articles if you're interested in in any of the stats.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Thanks for listening. We love your support. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast, leave a rating and review to let us know how we're doing, and share our podcast with your friends who need a little community, humility, and joyful fun in homeschooling.